The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a TV host, New York Times bestselling author, two-time Guinness World Book record holder, fitness guru, celebrity cosmetic dentist, and philanthropist who founded the Leap Foundation. Here's Dr. Bill. Hey, everybody. We are back after the Academy Awards. I am so glad that CODA won. It was, I think, such a heartfelt film and i'm going to try and get some of those uh, actors to come to leap this year that's one of my one of my goals anyhow here we are with another meet the mentor and i don't know if you guys know this but this podcast has kind of exploded we're in the top two and a half percentile of all podcasts worldwide and you know we've had amazing speakers on here in the past uh, Paula Abdul, Mark Wahlberg, Michael Strahan, Hannah Brown from The Bachelor, Kathy Bates, Jason Alexander, Anthony Hopkins, Apollo Ono, the most decorated Winter Olympian in history, our mayor, Eric Garcetti, on and on and on and on and on. And it's so much fun. And it's so enlightening to, uh, to, to speak to these great mentors and share their wisdom with you guys. Leap this year, we're planning to have a full live program. It will be July 17th to the 23rd at UCLA. We should have 450 students at least. And then on the internet and virtually, we are going to probably have close to 10,000 students also join us. So it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, nobody loves this pandemic, but there are a few cool things that happened as a result of the pandemic. And this whole Zoom video conferencing and all that has really made it possible for us to reach students who, you know, normally wouldn't be able to, to join us. If you are a student listening and you would like to come to LEAP, 60% of the students who come, come on scholarship. So if you come from a family and you really don't have the wherewithal to pay for the program, you can still apply for a scholarship. And we're always out there raising money and getting you know great students into this program. So you know either come live or come virtually, but uh, please join us for LEAP this summer. I have Richard Branson committed. I have Usher committed. I have Paula Abdul committed, and we'll get more and more and more and more. So I'd like to introduce you to these two young men who are sitting behind the camera here. Uh, Dave Zampano is an estate planning lawyer, and Guy Redman is the CEO of Cake Solutions Limited, which is now owned by Disney, and a tech entrepreneur. And these two guys have joined forces forming two innovative companies. We're going to spend our time today talking about the one that I think you guys will find more interesting. It's called Guider. And Guider LLC is a legal document platform whose moonshot is to become the biggest law firm in the world. It utilizes lawyers without employing them, kind of like Uber utilizes drivers who aren't taxi drivers, right? And what they're doing is they're digitizing, democratizing, and demonetizing legal services. They're going to have to explain that to me to help smaller law firms compete in the digital era. If you'd like to get more information on Guider, you can go to www.guidr.legal. And in 2021, they wrote a book called The Digitization of Law, 
how to transform technology disruptions into outbounding opportunities. And it is with great, great respect and honor that I would like to introduce you to both Dave and Guy. You guys, thanks for joining us. And uh, Guy is in the UK. And Dave, where are you? I'm in central New York. In central New York. So, so between got, us, we got the whole, we got yeah, we almost covered. circumference the world. Um, yeah. Thank you guys. So first of all, how did you guys even meet? Um, well, I'll pick that one up if that's okay. Um, it's, it's one of those chance meetings. So Dave and I are both on a, a program called Strategic Coach, which is a, a really well-known program for uh, successful entrepreneurs to make them more successful. Um, we were in Toronto. Uh, I was introduced to Dave by a neutral, mutual friend uh, called Ash Fora, a British guy. Uh, and, and, you know, Ash knew that Dave wanted to do something uh, digitally, but didn't have uh, the the contacts in that world to to, to help him. So um, we got talking, and um, this was in October 2019. And um, Dave came to me with his business card at the end of the day and said, "Look, we need to continue this conversation," which we did. Uh, and of course, you know, roll roll forward to, to March 2020. And certainly, uh, Europe went into lockdown. I think probably closely followed by you guys. Um, so uh, that was the last time. October was the last time I'd seen Dave uh, until about four weeks ago, uh, when um, I flew over, met Dave for the second time, uh, and met the team that we built in uh, in uh, Central New York. Uh, and, and it was just amazing um, to, to to kind of meet everybody and see Dave again in person because we've spent two years building this amazing platform that, as you say, digitizes, democratizes, and demonetizes. Uh, sort of legal services. In other words, what we're trying to do is help small and medium-sized law firms digitize their services and benefit from the the new market that markets that kind of exposes. So, I mean, in in lay terms, what would I get as a client? Like, if I'm going to use Guider, what are the kinds of things that you can help me with? With a will, with um with, with, you know, a loan document, like what kinds of things would you be able to help me do? So I'll take that one, Bill. In, in the legal world, there's, everybody thinks of lawyers, they think of Perry Mason, or they think of the, you know, ambulance chasers, whatever they think. Law has many, many different types of law. Like, so contract law, or what we call transactional law, are lawyers that really focus on doing things like helping people set up a business, helping people do their estate plan, which is their will, their healthcare proxy, their power of attorney. We call those the essential documents. Now, again, for our listeners, they're a little younger, but when you turn 18 years old, by law, no one can have exercise any authority over you anymore. That's good for the individual, but it could be bad if something happens to that individual. So one of the things we always express, especially around the springtime, is as children are graduating high school, the most important gift parents can ensure their kids get is a will, healthcare proxy, and power of attorney so that there is someone authorized to do things on that individual's behalf, meaning the 18-year-olds, if something were to happen to them. This, this platform provides those type services in the way that our young people are typically uh, typically used to dealing with, which is on their iPhones or, or, or Androids, 
uh, or on the website where they're able to do this 24 seven at their leisure with some simple direction. So let's simplify this. So one of the things that you do is, you know, when you turn 18, no 18 year old I know has this. So basically this is something that's just a standard form. You download it on your iPhone, you go ahead and you do a DocuSign, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And then once that's in place, you now have like power of attorney set up where if God forbid you're in a coma or something, your family knows what to do. And typically, if I were an 18-year-old and I walked into you know, a law firm here in Beverly Hills, I'm going to pay a lot of money for that. I mean, you're yeah. going to have to, anytime, I, you know, for those of you that don't know this, unfortunately I do, anytime you walk in to a lawyer, you have to you know, almost pay somewhere between five and $10,000 just to be a client. And right. then- you know, anything else they do, they're going to bill you. And if you don't use that retainer up, they'll give it back to you. So for instance, what would something like this cost on your platform? Yeah. So it's down to the uh, uh, healthcare practice power of attorney starts at $79. And so yeah, it's free. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. And well, and I got to tell you, Bill, the reason is what Guy and I set out is we wanted to create the most accessible uh, legal uh, resources to people that we've ever known. And the way that happens is through using digital technologies together no, with hey, the lawyers. It's yeah. also, I'm going to tell you something. As soon as we're done with this, I have three kids, you know, yeah. 24, 24, and 29. I'm going to pay the 79 bucks each and just have them do this. I didn't even think of doing this. So do me a favor. Tell me your top five products that you have right now that that would be interesting for for my audience so for your younger gang um the three most important is the will the healthcare proxy and power of attorney because again as they turn that age of 18 it's critically important and again i tell you this a lot of 18 year olds who do choose to go to college sometimes they get themselves in trouble at college and i mean uh health wise maybe drinking too much and things of that nature you can have an event where you're in a hospital and your parents do not even have a right to make decisions to help you get better. It could be delegated to a doctor you've never met or even a court. So it's really critically important to have these documents. And those are probably the three most important. The other things we do, probably not so important for an 18 year old, unless uh, I also one of have entrepreneurial, unless yeah. one of them is really entrepreneurial. Um, but we all, I have people on this, uh, you know, that listen to this podcast that are established, you know, business yeah. owners that are, you know, potential business owners. So yeah, just give me a rundown of like, yeah. well, let's say like your, your top five, the top we'll, five, we will put it as a one. Okay. Gotcha. So we put that in one category. Give me your other four, like really useful yeah. ones that, that are kind of your, your, your most popular ones. Yeah. So the, the, the most focus is obviously the essential documents, well, healthcare proxy powers of attorneys, especially business owners. We have special business powers that can be added to those documents. Also, we have what's called an estate plan advisor. What this is, it takes you through a series of questions, similar to what you would have if you came into my office and a whole um, myriad of issues related to your, uh, what's important to you. And then identifies other legal documents that might be relevant 
to help you achieve those goals. And then the other big one, the most popular is what we call our asset protection advisor. This is when people now want to say, hey, how do I protect my assets from creditors, predators, predators within the family or outside the family, and also long-term care costs, right? So there's a lot of people who have elderly parents, grandparents who are saying, oh my gosh, is their whole lifetime of savings going to be lost to nursing home? So those are our most popular approaches that people generally will access this for. Now, what about things like divorce? Uh, that's a good question. That's guy. Guy is guy is excited because my my thirty year experience in practicing law has been in the estate planning field, and we built Guider beginning in that platform. Our intention is to bring it to other areas of the law, like corporate setup. It doesn't currently do that, but we anticipate it will be doing that. But Guy always says, how do we get the quickie divorces online? So for that, that's all <laughs> don't, stuff. Don't tell my wife that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> but the platform, this is what's beautiful about the way Guy's, Guy's experience in technology. He's built really, truly a digital platform that will handle any type of law um, that has those transactional things. So there are elements of that that could be put on the platform. All we're lacking currently are those lawyers who say, hey, I know how to do that and we'll help you put it to the platform. So any of that's all part of the future of Guider. Cool, cool, cool. So right now, kind of give me a description. I, I mean, you know, you're on the on the East Coast, you're in the UK. Give me kind of a layout of what your company consists of. How many employees do you have? What do they do? And, you know, Kind of give me the flow of how things are working. Well, I mean, as you've probably been able to tell from the, the discussion so far, you know, we've got really complementary skill sets. Dave is, you know, uh, a legal uh, genius. And, you know, I'm, um, I'm a, a tech guy. I'm a geek. And, um, you know, I've, for the last 20 years, built um, applications and platforms for, for many different uh, organizations. Um, so Dave, Dave and I skill sets complement each other, which is why it's such a powerful combination. Um, you know, uh, it's a collaboration. Uh, and so that, you know, therefore defines um, our responsibilities. And, you know, I've um, engaged people I've worked with for many years to build this platform that I know and trust and they know and trust me. Uh, and it's been um, an absolute pr pleasure to, um, to, to work with again since I left my previous company once it was acquired. And, um, you know, Dave um, will, has built a terrific team over in the U.S. from the, from the legal side and from the, the, the management of the platform side of things as well, so that we can onboard all these other services that we plan to look at, you know, further down the line. Yep. So we're probably a total of somewhere north of 30, between 30 and 40 employees currently. We're, we're in multiple states. We're pretty modern. We're virtual. A funny story I'll tell you, Bill. Um, back in 2017, I started using this app called Zoom. And because my employees were all over the country and we found it was the easiest way for us to communicate. Funny story is the main office would all get in a room and then the remote employees would be on Zoom. Within a month, all the in-office employees left the conference room and all went to their individual offices so we could all see each other. Now, the funny part about this is we would try and get a lot of our relationships to work with us on Zoom meetings. They would not do it. Clients wouldn't come in on Zoom. They wouldn't use Zoom. No one would use Zoom. And then we have the pandemic, of course, and now Zoom is a household name. 
And that just goes to show how things change in a flash sometimes, right? But the technology is oh, yeah. there. And then there's an old saying, and I think I think for a lot of your audience, they may not have ever heard this. Um, when you meet someone who's really successful, what, what they often say is, you know, and I've been really lucky. Um, and I forget who it was. I think when I say the quote, you'll know who said it. He said, luck is when opportunity meets preparation. Right. And there's Zoom is, a, is an example of an opportunity met preparation. Zoom was already up. It had a vision. We have a vision of the future of legal services. So we see there's going to be similar type things with Guider because it's not currently in the legal industry. The legal industry tends to lag behind other industries. So it's about being in the right place at the right time. But by creating value that when that opportunity hits, you're ready for it. That's the key thing. No, I love the idea. I love the concept. I have one question, though. You know, every state has different laws. Yeah. You know, how do you account for that? I mean, I know California is way different than Texas. So how do you account for those things? You know, it's a great question. So a couple things about the law, right? We, we know it by looking around. There's a federal government and there's a state government, right? A lot of laws are what we call common law. Common law is, you know, not written down. Statutes, statutory laws, you can go 55. You can, you know, you can't have more than so many people in a restaurant. Those are all laws that are written. But you can't have a law written for every single thing. So the common law generally runs across all 50 states. And many of the contract type things like wills and estate plan documents and even business formations have a lot of similarities through all 50 states. However, the individual um, identities of each state are captured in the software. So the software that we cap that we create has those differentials in it. So when you, it automatically knows where you are and then it has all of those provisions for the local or the state uh, deviations built into it. That's awesome. So, if you could kind of like wave a magic wand and tell me what your company is going to look like in like three years from now, give me that, that grandiose vision. What do you think, Guy? Well, I'm thinking that the, you know, the, our aim really is to uh, first of all, service the, the U.S. market and work across multiple legal services so some of which, you know, Dave's mentioned, whether it be quick divorces or, you know, other contract type um, services that, that, that lawyers uh, provide at the moment. And, and you know, lawyers, they're, they're just delegating um, the, 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 the mundane stuff to, to this system, to a computer. Computers do this all day long. Uh, and it's just a really efficient use of um, time and it allows lawyers to specialize what in what they're really good at which is the more complex stuff so you know we want you know we we want to become the the, the largest law firm as you mentioned from the outset um you know i believe we we, we need probably in the region of three and a half thousand uh, lawyers on our platform to become the largest um uh, law uh, you know um legal service uh, in in the world at that point uh, and we also want to go to probably other markets. The UK is an obvious one. The UK doesn't have the issue of 50 states. It's a smaller market. You know, there's 70 million of us. There's 330 million of you guys, I think. Uh, however, um, it doesn't have the complexities and the 
um, some of the uh, regulation that the the US has. So it's a, it's an easier market to go at. So kind of that's where I see us um, yeah. uh, over the next three years. And I'm going to add a, a different angle to this, uh, Bill. I see us demystifying working with lawyers. No, um, there's studies out there that say people would literally prefer to go to their own funerals than to go see a lawyer. Nobody wakes yeah. up in the morning and says, I want to go see a lawyer. Um, looking at guys. Put dentistry screen, in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Exactly. Getting your tooth. You'll win. But, but if you look at the characters behind Guy, um, those are the guider characters that we, we want to demystify and make working with lawyers user friendly, not something to I be get feared. It. You know, that's it. really the goal of guider. I love it. Okay. Tough question. How do you grow your business? Like, how do, I mean, this is such a great thing. I've never heard of you. You know, I'm glad that we're doing this interview because I'm going to be a, a customer, but how do people hear about you guys? We, we, we do podcasts like this, Dr. Bill, you know, and, um, <laughs> you know, Dave said to you uh, earlier that he's done three or four this week and we do our own and we, we write content, we write the book. Um, we, you know, we, we just are beginning to put ourselves out there in all the ways that we can, all the modern ways that we can to reach out to people, whether that be over Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, you know, and we produce great content, educational content, I think, as well, um, that you know may be of interest, entrepreneurial content for your for your listeners. I have a suggestion for you, and this is something that very few dentists ever do, but it literally made my career explode. When kids come to leap, I always say if there's two things that I want you to walk away with, it's this. Number one. Don't wait for opportunities in life. Make them. You've done that. Number two, when you do get an opportunity, don't take it. Master it. So the master it is where I realized right out of the gate that coming to Beverly Hills as a cosmetic dentist, you're a dime a dozen. What sets me apart? Well, I'm not really a professional advertiser. So I hired one. I hired a great publicist. And my publicist went out and started pitching me for news stories as an educator. Well, within two months, she got me as a feature article in LA Magazine, which was like read by everybody you know, at the time. Magazines are dead now, but it wasn't then. And I got almost $200,000 in business from that one-page article that they wrote about me being the best dentist in LA. And my recommendation to you guys is find the best publicist that you can who works in the digital space, and you don't even have to think about it. Let them do it. You know, have them get you on talk shows. Have them get you on podcasts. Have them... Take everything that you're doing and make it so the whole world knows about it. Listen, I 100% agree with that. You know, um, <clears throat> we have this thing in Strategic Coach, um, the entrepreneurial program I, I talked about earlier called Who Not How. And it's something I think that every entrepreneur should live their life by. And it's, you know, it's don't worry about 
uh, how you're going to do something, worry about who's going to do it. So the, the, the case you've just made is absolutely speaking to that point. Right. And, and who is about Dan Sullivan say there, and by the way, that is a great book by uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan called Who Not How. And it's about focusing on our unique gifts. My father would call them our God-given talents. Uh, Dan Sullivan would call it your unique ability. Whatever we call it, each one of us are really good at something. And how do we know we're really good at it? It comes easy to us. In fact, most of us overlook what we're really good at because it's so easy. We don't, we take it for granted. What Dan says is focus on what that is with each one of us, right? Guy is technology. Me is law. When you put us together, it's easy. No, I, we're not struggling. It comes. I get to, it. Yeah. And that's what we did in the, in, in the marketing world too. Justin introduced us to you. Justin's introduced us to Forbes magazine, a whole number of different things. And again, absolutely correct. It, uh, it's no good under a mantle, right? You gotta, you gotta light these things up and totally. let the world know. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if you have or haven't actually hired a publicist to work with you, but if you haven't, I would turn you on to mine. She's been phenomenal. Um, when I went on ABC's Extreme Makeover, she started working with me and she has been, I, I mean, unbelievably successful. And, um, and she now focuses on working with more businesses like yours, as opposed to, you know, celebrities like she was doing. Well, her then. skill applies across all, all industries, right? It's a skill that she has. That's her unique ability. Yeah. And uh, she's the who. Yeah, she's the who. So I'll introduce you to her when we're done. So um, you guys have built something that's super, super exciting. Um, if people want to go on your platform and utilize you, is it kind of like, you know, I want to buy this document, so I pay this amount? Or do you have the kind of thing where, you know, I just want to pay a $2,000 subscription, and now I have access to all your stuff? Like, how exactly does one work with you guys? You know, this is a really interesting concept. Guider was designed, if you look at the slogan behind us, it's your attorney, your way. The intentionality of Guider is once you go to the guider.legal, it'll take you through your options. From there, you get to choose how much you do by yourself, how much you want help from your lawyer to do it, and what you want your lawyer to do for you. So it's do it yourself, have your lawyer help you, or have your lawyer do it for you. And within the platform, you get to go back and forth between those three choices. Some things you may want to do on your own. Some things you may click a button and say, no, no, I need a little more information. Can we set something up virtually? Or you might click another button and go walk into the local office. And so that's the power of what Guider is. It gives the consumer the ability to identify what portion they want to do and what portion they want to have access to the attorney directly for. Cool. Cool. All right. Last big question. So you guys started this amazing company, right? If I'm a student watching this and I want to form my own company, can you kind of give me a little bit of a roadmap as to like what I would need to do to start a company kind of like yours? Why don't you start with that one, Guy? Sure. So, um, you know, the, the reality is that I had, when I left school, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I had an option to go to um, the equivalent to universities. Uh, I didn't take that. I was just keen to, I didn't enjoy education. Um, that was just not my thing. I wasn't particularly academic in the, 
in the in the way that um, schools look at uh, you know academia. I was, I guess, what, what I know now is I was intelligent in other ways other than kind of being academic. Uh, so you know, I left school at nineteen. I worked at a, a, a supermarket group um, and worked my way through to become a store manager. But I worked there for eleven years. So you know, um, I kind of did that. But then. Um, my, I guess my entrepreneurial spirit kicked in, and I think it's it's one of those things that you you you'll just recognise when you're ready to do it, and uh, whether you are, you've got the right kind of mindset to do this kind of thing. So um, you know, I saw an advert in a, in a in a newspaper. I wasn't particularly unhappy where I was, but I also knew it wasn't my lifetime goal to work with this organisation or even in this sector all my life. So I saw this advert, went for it, uh, got the job. Uh, and uh, I was working in a computer superstore then at this point, running a computer superstore. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I immediately understood that um, I'm a geek at heart. I love shiny electrical things. I love technology. Uh, I love all that kind of stuff. So I was moving towards what my natural habitat would be. Um, and I was prepared to take risks to do it. So I started working with a young guy there um, and uh he was a customer and he was he was telling me about his ambitions. His dad was a car dealer, successful car dealer. He wanted to follow in his dad's footsteps, but he didn't want to follow in his dad's footsteps. You know, he wanted to do something in the car industry, but do it in a very modern way. So I worked with him and we set this platform up. Um, that Well, it was, a, it was a, a website in those days. There weren't such things as platforms that um, allowed car dealers to advertise their cars online. Because at that point, back in 1999, that wasn't really a thing. And, you know, your, your, your audience, Dr. Bill, won't ever have come across that kind of period. Or if they did, they'd be really young. Um, so, you know, I then moved from there and I thought, you know what? I could do this on my own. And um, I, I took one of the guys with me that I'd hired that was a great salesman, but he was also very technical. And I didn't realize quite how technical. Anyway, it turns out he is probably the most gifted software engineer I've ever worked with. And I've been working in software engineering now for 20 years. Uh, and we set this business up. And I had no idea about, you know, how to run a business. Um, and, you know, he was technically very gifted. I had no idea what I was kind of good at. But um, it turns out that, you know, I, I learned, I made lots of mistakes, got badges, I got scars. And... Um, in the end, you know, we built this software company uh, over a, a quite a long period of time and um, my business partner left. But uh, by then we'd got a, a really capable team. So we, we, we then took it to, um, you know, a point where we specialized in a particular technology. We became famous for it. We did exactly what you've just described before. We shouted about what we did. The engineering team did conferences. They did user groups. They did blogs. They did podcasts. They did all that kind of cool stuff. And, and showed themselves to be expertise experts in their field. And actually, what we didn't know was our eventual acquirer had been watching us for four years, following us. They got a serious injection of cash, a, a, a billion dollars, I think, um, in 2016. Uh, and they came, approached us. We sold the business to them. Uh, it was a great match. And actually, now the team... Um, have been building, um, along with the New York team and an, a team in Amsterdam and in California, uh, building the Disney Plus platform. So, you know, that's how I started. And, um, you know, I found my entrepreneurial feet. I kind of, I took risks and I followed my gut. And 
I guess that's what I did. That's awesome. And before we started this, Dave, you told me that your paper route was an integral part of your yeah. success. How was so that? You, you know, I, I tell you a couple of things as I listen to the guy too. I love Guy and I, we're, we, we just meld so well together. Uh, I always take that. So I, I talk about um, when I was in the fifth, sixth, seventh grade, I had a paper route and um, I, it was unique. I had a paper route um, and it was one day a week on Sunday. And my neighbor, who was a very good friend of mine, we went all through school together. He, he carried papers from six days a week. I made more money on my one day a week route than he did on a six day a week route. And what I started doing, and this I just did naturally, I started training my customers because once I delivered the paper, I'd have to go back and collect the money for it. I, I started training them to leave the money on Sunday mornings. I also, for those that didn't want to leave the money on Sunday morning, I, I trained them to pay a month in advance. So I was only collecting once a month instead of once a week. And so what you start to do is you start to pick it up. But I grew up in the family business. When I was five years old, I was packing spices. We, um, our, our family business is now in its 95th year, third generation. And we take, you know, spices that are in big 50, 100 gallon barrels. And we put them in little, you know, things that you buy at the grocery store. And I used to pack, I used to get paid 25 cents a case. But if I had to look back and say, how does someone get started? Uh, I'm going to give you a, a book to read. I think it's critically important. The book is called The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. It's a great read. Um, I read it. It changed my life back in uh, the mid nineties. Uh, it's, it's known as one of the most famous uh, small business startup books. Uh, it's well-known Michael Gerber, the myth, but, but the, the, the greater advice I would give is this two things. Number one is mindset. And the second thing I would say is you have to be a value creator. So if you want to create a business, two things are going to make you successful. The first one is your mindset. If you think you got it all going on, you're in trouble. You ain't going to make it. Uh, and, and the reason why I say that is, uh, one of our core values is curious. You must be very curious. Ask lots of questions. Even if you, if you meet the most successful people in the world, look at Warren Buffett and all the rest of them. The first thing to do is they always ask questions. They don't tell you anything. They ask. They want to learn from you. Even if they meet you, you should want to learn from everybody you come into contact with. Ask questions you can from everyone. And then see where there's a gap and become the value creator. At the end of the day, again, Dan Sullivan has, has a, a great, a term I love. I've always, it, it's just become part of my language. He always said, pay attention to the check writers. You know, when you sit in a room with a bunch of your friends and you all have an idea, uh, you know what truth is? Truth is when two people agree on something. If Guy and I sit here and say, you know, hey, that Dr. Bill, what a jerk. Guess what? That becomes true for us, right? Well, the same is true when you're with other people. You become as successful as the six people you hang out the most with. So if you hang out with people that bring you down, you're going down. If you hang out with people that are smarter than you, it's going to bring you up and you'll learn and you'll become humble and you learn to create value. At the end of the day, people write checks for things that they value. And that's our job as entrepreneurs is always to fill the gaps out there in the marketplace of what is missing, what people don't have that they want. And the only way you find that is by asking questions. Uh, listen, you're preaching to the choir, you know, uh, Zoom. I mean, you know, who doesn't want white teeth in 45 minutes? I mean, we took that business from zero to $1.3 billion in sales before we sold it to Phillips. So, you know, you're preaching to the choir. 
Any business you do has to provide value for people or you don't have a business. That's right. Well, listen, you guys, I thank you so much for your time and your wisdom with us today. And if people want more information, you can go to www.guidr.legal and create your own lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Dr. Bill. Great work here. Thanks again, you guys. Yeah, thanks again. And uh, we'll see you next time on Meet the Mentor. Over and out. To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash leapfoundation or on Instagram at leapfoundation. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.